What's up, podcast family? This is Brenda the Benda. And this is Roy Dolce. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yikes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Frequently happens. But you know, that's when you find the love of a good friend. That you, yeah. Listen, I know some of her listeners out there are going to get a little edgy. <laughs> you could have a soulmate that, uh, you know, that one just called her, right, as we were talking. Um, you know, you can have different types of soulmates, you know, different types of friends. Yeah, part of our uh, previous cast, we spoke about this. But yeah, but I'm just, I'm just reminding her, you know, because we are, one of our friends was asking us the other day, will we, did we come out the same womb? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Even though they're from the same island. <laughs> sweet, sweet, T-I-T. Oh, 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 I love a big country. See? Anyways. <laughs> so I heard some, let's forgive you guys. But don't you want to, while we talk about TNT, why don't we talk about you heading to TNT in the weeks to come? I know. I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. But also, you oh. look a little downtrodden. <laughs> Please explain to the fam why. I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but they're saying that, you know, Kansas... Well, please, please, Kansas. give us a little background why you're going to Trinidad. So, anyways, I'm going to Trinidad because I'm... Op- we spoke about this. I've been speaking about this forever. I'm finally going to go see Bougie Bantan. Teardrop. Long Walk to Freedom. Unfortunately, Brenda would not be joining me as we originally planned. Rico! I'm sad, and I mean... Because, you know, I we were going to be in a... Cab- we was going to be in a cabana, but why do you see we got to do it on Easter Sunday? Jesus was risen from the dead. Can we remember that? Now Bougie Bantan has risen. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm going to go see Bougie. And then obviously I just decided to stay an additional week because of course Borough Day is the next week, which, you know, I went to last year. I had a good time. So now I'm just showing my friends and, uh, well, not my friends, my sisters and my, my cousin were going to be out there, you know, partying it up. So holla at me. If you see me, don't, don't, don't. Be afraid to buy me a couple of bottles. That's all they do with children. Apparently. And we love now bottles. I glasses, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I only have money for glasses. You better no start. Bottles. You better go to some um, all inclusives. There are two all inclusives that I probably no one all inclusive. But you know that's eight hundred dollars. What is that? It, uh, that's about a hundred and change. You know, but you can't go to that party because that's the same day, Marshall. I know. I think about going to both. Which is very difficult because you don't. When you go to two parties in one day, that, that's, that's supposed to happen at the same time. You don't know when to go to one because one might be swinging at this time. And yeah, I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk it. But you know, I was thinking to go to the all inclusive first, eat up and drink up because they have like alcohol bars. They'll have like a Ciroc bar, a Hennessy bar. That is like heaven to me. How long are the lines on these all inclusive? Not long at all because we're not paying. So they just literally just pass you the drinks here, here, here. You don't get mixes. Yeah, yeah. They said, "What you want to wait?" Do you get two drinks at a time? Like yes, just just give me give me two yes, give me two of them Hennessy. Yeah, I was like, just give me two Ciroc's. I mean, last year was a debacle because me and my cousin we had went to a boat ride prior to that, and literally that was a cooler fat boat ride, which I don't understand. You bring your a me, cooler onto the boat. Yes, <laughs> which is so. And then people was whining on the cooler. Just a carried a cooler. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't just take your flask. No, the flask. You have I a flask. Because they said, come on, let's go to this boat ride. I said, all right, fine. And she didn't even bring anything well. We got the, we just bought a bottle. We bought a bottle of Ciroc, and it was done. And then her friends had a cooler. We was drinking up from this guy's cooler. So I had about four or five drinks from there, Ciroc. Then she was like, yeah, we'll go to the next party. We li- I fell asleep in the car. 
That's the best way to reset, though. That's the best way to reset. Leaving one locale, going to another. Take a little nap. When you wake up, you're a little groggy. But by the time you start walking to the locale and you hear the music. I took a little nap. And as I go, I went to the shower, changed my clothes for the next party. Went straight to the other party. When we got to the other party, I'm telling you, it was just like drinks flowing. So, you know, I felt like, gosh, it's all inclusive. I really need to get all I can get. I really need to get all this I can get. And, you know, so I was thinking about going to, to Bedrock. The all inclusive, then going to Marshall because Marshall was still pumping after we left Bedrock. Wow, so you, I mean, you got a formula here. Uh, uh, Let's get your money up. Get your money up. Listen, we'll when it hits you, you feel no cold. pain. I'm Spend like <laughs> this your last vacation. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be here to hold your shoulder. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Talk about holding someone's shoulder and crying. Um, I know you guys heard about this long, um, this long drawn out. I guess it was a long drawn out trial, but it was a case where uh, a white girl, Karina Vetrano, 30 years old, she was jogging in Howard Beach, um, and her father and her mother would not rest until they find a killer who basically raped her and killed her alongside of the Belt Parkway um, bike path. Um, they, they caught this guy, Chanel Lewis, which we had seen that they had, you know, I guess apprehended him at some point in time, but we didn't think he really was going to hold anything because we knew. Because we knew that basically this guy didn't look like he really did it. But he looks he, very mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, which mentally ill people do commit crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also very little, mm-hmm. little guy, like little twig, little twiggy guy. This girl running, she was strong. She couldn't fight off this little twig man. Come on, and twig even he just looks like. <laughs> I don't know, but what I will say slow. is that they so now, and he's a twenty-two-year-old, I believe. This this kid. Um, now in jail for the rest of his life, right? Four counts of murder. Four counts of murder. Um, four counts. You only killed one person. But they have four counts. I don't know why. Well, he's black. Well, <laughs> maybe four. He got. Maybe he had four. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest here. And sexual abuse. They charge him for murder and sexual. All right, abuse. and probably uh, rape. And, and, and the fact that he's black. So those are the four things he got charged for. And this Walking while black. <laughs> this thing being caught. <laughs> being pinned for a fake crime is black. Um, I mean, only God knows what happened, right? Only God, him, and she knows, and she, you know. So, and this happened in August 2016. Now in 2019, you know, they showed a picture of her father. Remember, these people, get, they got $297,000 from GoFundMe. I don't know what they did with that money, <laughs> but, yo, I'm about to have a GoFundMe, and I'm expecting our black folks to support I'm going to give you the name of my GoFundMe. It's going to be, oh, you know what it's going to be called? Hashtag keep. Brenda off the pole. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and that's my story. You know, this is like the people that come we on the train. I'm here not to sell, talk about my basketball team. <laughs> I'm not here to tell you about my football team. I'm just here. Yo, I was on the lure the other day, and this kid was there. I had all my pods. He was coming over to people like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. He in was putting face. his hand in your face. This happened on the lure? This is Can I get a dollar? Yo, everybody on the lure was like, we're on the lure. This, <laughs> this is not the railroad. And where's the conductor? No conductor. You're when you're going out to the island, you, you barely see a conductor after they take your ticket. Oh, but I will tell you, again this morning, like last week, another person jumped in the turnstile. At Atlantic. This seems to be the place where everybody jumps the turnstile. Oh, I saw two kids doing it on the Ralph Station. Yeah, I, I'm and telling you, there. smooth. Yeah, this, is a, this is a hustle. But then, I mean, you know, as we digress, let's talk about, let's just bring up the fact that talking about this case with this Karina Vetrano, a white Italian girl, 
Don't forget this black girl, Brandy Odom, who I found at Canarsie Park. My old hood. My, still my hood, but my old hood. Her old to like she barely goes over there anymore. I still go over there. Started from the bottom, now I live in Birdstar. <laughs> Sorry, in Stuyvesant Heights. <laughs> Whatever. I still long to go back to Kanasi Park. Oh, to do a you run to do a little jog. Oh, I, I, I thought you said. <laughs> for a second, I thought you said you're longing to go back to Kanasi, and I was like, come on, Absolutely you know not. you're not longing for that L train. <laughs> <laughs> Never that. Listen, yeah. And the bus. R.I.P. the L train for me. I tell you, <laughs> but um, they still, have, you know, her. The suspect for her, it had a suspect at one point in time claiming it was her roommate. They still have not closed the deal on her murder. So maybe this happened, what, 2018 last year? Maybe we'll get something in 2021. Something. Because this is how long it took them to find a alleged murderer of this Italian white girl. But I have to say her mother at the funeral when she spoke was so eloquent, you white? know? Very eloquent. Um, and, you know, oftentimes you expect to see people, so I got her to get me a cold pop. You know, you expect. You know what you expect that. That's what you expect that you become to expect from a lot of black people that get on on the news. And she was very eloquent, and you know, speaking even to the murderer, they said, "You think you've won, but basically, you know, we will survive." And she said, "God, she's gonna leave it in God's hand, and Mm -hmm. justice will be served, whether or not it'll be here on earth." Justice will be served. Or even when you think about Nipsey Hussle, even his mother did the same thing on Instagram, basically talking about, you know, how, you know, he, even though he's gone, we're, you know, we're not going to worry about it because he had a good soul and she knows where he went. You know, it's, it's very difficult as a parent to reconcile the murder. And so my son and I were talking about this the other day. And I was, so, you know, I have my whole funeral plan. Whenever I talk about it, he's like, just don't tell me about it. You know, my son is young. And, um, when I talked to him and I said my funeral, he goes, you know, I just hope I die before you. And I said, that's not how it's supposed to go. Children are supposed to live and see their parents die. And Denzel Washington was saying, John Q, my son will bury me. I will not bury my son. Now get me a gun. <laughs> give me a hat. <laughs> this was, I don't remember that ending part. Now give me a gun. But, but back to Nipsey. But Nipsey Hustle's funeral, you know, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm so sad because I was going to go, you know. She but did say she was going to go. On that day. I, just, I just can't go <laughs> I had to balance it out. So she can't go to L.A. because she has to go to a birthday celebration. You know, it's his birthday. You know, so I can't go. Sorry. But uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, uh, his, his funeral service or whatever, that Staples Center. Imagine how huge that is. From 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So two hours. And the thing about it, they had some tickets on. Well, it was free tickets. But you had to, you know, book it to reserve yourself to go to the funeral. So that in five minutes, started at 10 a.m., 10.05, shut down. And now so. people are trying to sell the tickets. What? That's what I saw on Instagram. Probably for more money. I mean, gosh, man. They didn't pay no money. Now they're trying to sell. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah, to try to get money. They're trying to sell it to get money. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Just sad. Um, well, but no, what's sad is what Kodak Black said. Oh, what about that? Sad and disrespectful. I mean, Kodak Black... What does he sing? Kodak Black? Yo, I don't know anything. Oh, but he sings a song with like some... Let's look it up while you... Pan. Ding, ding, ding. Right. Go ahead. While you're looking it up, I'll look up the song. Oh, look up Zezé. I think I like that song. Zezé. Z-E-Z. Is that, she was, is that that song? She was a Zezé. I really hot stepper. No, no, I thought you were I heard that song. is a red and bad. Red and She was a Zezé. I really hot stepper. So, basically, he said something. I mean, I don't have the exact quote, but Kodak Black basically said he'll give her a couple of years. Who? Oh, talking about, sorry. Talking about Nipsey Hussle's... I don't know, I'll just call him, you know, just to show face. I'll call her 
his wife, Laura London, that he'll give her a couple of years and then he'll holler at her to get, you know, basically to get over him and then he'll holler at her. Which, you know, many people thought was disrespectful, including T.I., I think the game, a few guys kind of like lost respect for him. Like, really? This is what you're saying? I mean, this is just not the time for the foolery. Um, of course, as you know, what stupid people always do, you say something dumb and then you realize you're getting backlash for it. And people are saying they're not going to support his album. Can you tickle that alarm for your birth control? <laughs> <laughs> no baby for me again. <laughs> um yeah, so people were very uh, annoyed and very outraged at what Kodak Black said, especially at this point in time. But this man is not even buried yet. And this is what you're going to say? That Laura, you're going to holler at Laura London, give her like a year or two or whatever to get over him, and you're going to holler at her? Really? Um, Here's the song from... Is this the song you know? Zezzy? Oh, Zezzy. That's his song. He's featured the song. Yo, I, think why I like the song. But it doesn't matter because everyone stopped playing Kodak Black's music because <laughs> of this comment. He's become a piranha. So basically, he apologized. Said he apologized, and people are like, "Whatever." Like, Is it too it. late to say I'm sorry? Justin Bieber. But what I what I will tell you is a couple of things. I I stop. I mean, I never liked this guy Kodak Black. I don't listen to rap like that. But um, he was off my he was on my shit list for some time now when he made a comment about black women. You know, this guy is ignorant AF, okay? And, and this happened about a couple of years ago. He had stated, I think they had asked him, um, he was asked whether or not he likes Kiki Palmer. You know, he said, oh, she's straight. I bag her, but I don't really like black girls like that. Sort of, kind of. And black girls like that meaning dark brown girls. And when you try to clarify his statement, he doubled down on his colorism and his stupidity. Say, I love black African-American women. It's just not my forte to deal with a dark-skinned women. Dark-skinned women. I prefer to have them a lighter complexion than me. Hashtag my preference. Mm. You know, this is so sad. You know, side note. Um, they had a thing on Instagram where this light-skinned girl is asking these two very dark young boys. Very dark. Um, would you, what, what race or ethnicity won't you date? And they both said, oh, I won't date a dark-skinned black woman. Mm. Because I don't want dark kids, yeah, one of them too. And the other one was like, oh, because dark women act crazy or something like that. And it's just to further show how we continue to dilute the pool of us as black people diluting ourselves. It's a very, very, very sad set. And I have to tell you, very to me, very, very dark black people, their skin is so flawless. Oh, my God, oh my God I love I it. I wish I was that dark. What? Like Lupita? She is gorgeous. Butte. What a beaut. But back to Nipsey. I just want to say, you know, they're naming a street after him, Crenshaw Boulevard, and West Slauson, as in the Slauson slot, swap meet. I don't, I don't they're going to be naming that place called the right Nip- Nipsey Hustle Square. Okay. Right? And Caesar from Black and Crew, Holla, is giving out free Nipsey hustle tattoos inspired tattoos so you know everybody's really going in on you know this nipsey hustle thing but you know may his soul rest in peace correct um stacy so i you know i don't watch the view because i'm at i have a job you know but i was recapping some stuff that came on on the view and stacy adams was on the view and abram sorry i keep calling her adams i mean that's the people that own the shoes stacy adams so stacy so stacy abrams 
um, was on The View. And the first thing that they talked about was basically Joyce Bera, Bera Bihar, whatever her Joy name is. is her name. Joy Bihar was basically saying to her, you know, Biden is saying that if he runs for president, if you run as his vice president, he'll win. And she was just like, who runs for second, for second place? place? <laughs> no one does that. that I'm not starting out on a second place. I'm starting out to run or I'm not running at all. Um, and while she was there, John McCain's daughter is now a part of this show. Megan. Um, and she kind of went nice. after Stacey Abrams. And, yo, Stacey Abrams gave it back to her in spades. Basically, she was saying, oh, you know, the Mueller report shows that there's no collusion. And she was like, yeah, but the Mueller is a partisan of the Republican Party. What do you expect him to say? Correct. He's not going to come out and say that there was collusion. We need to see the report fully so that we can interpret it the way we feel it should be interpreted, that way it should be interpreted. You know, it's like the Bible. Anything can be interpreted anyway. But now she's basically telling them, like, listen, we want to see the real report. So don't think because one person looked at it and gave us a summary, it's enough. We want to see the whole report. And, real deal. And I have to tell you, what's her name? Megan McCain? Yeah. I have to tell you, she's really out of pocket. Oh. She even came after Joy on the show I yesterday. When Joy was talking, they were talking about border patrol and the wall and all kind of drama. And you know how there's so many people still coming in. And and Joy was basically just saying, you know, we should give them a place to stay. And she started talking. And Joy was like, I'm speaking. And she says, well, your job here is really to listen to me. Listen, yeah. sis. You just got on the show. And they basically said, like, today, black Twitter went crazy. Wait, would you, wait but before you go to black Twitter, you know, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg had to check. Like, hold up. Let's just not do this here. We're going to listen and be respectful. Everybody gets a chance yeah. to speak. I mean, nobody should have to tell you to take your turn, white supremacist McCain. That's but guys, I'm black telling was going crazy and they said that today show black Twitter or white Twitter like what, why is it a black Twitter when black people go on Twitter and they all start talking oh, amongst right. themselves oh. black Twitter hello right. I'm still trying to figure out how to get us a Twitter page we have to work this out but <laughs> listen I'm putting an, out, an ad out wanted someone that can work with social media well and doesn't charge anything <laughs> If you're out there, please. We might be able to pay with something. We'll, yeah, oh, we'll pay. Yeah, yeah. Come with your prices. How much you're going to charge us? Wink, wink. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about it. But please, just come. Call us. We need a social media expert to get our, get our life together. Um, so, yeah, you know, I don't know what we were talking about. But <laughs> we just talk about, about the disrespectful SWC. Yeah, but I'm expecting today on, on the show that she'll probably do like an apology. And even when she did it, she did like a hair toss and all of that well, to feel the same. Whatever. Let's be honest. So get out of here. So, Speaking of, uh, let's be honest. Here, listen, my hair. The person that we've known to have the like, best hair. Who we know to have best hair? Portia. Portia. <laughs> I mean, she is a hair, you know, she does her businesses within hair or weaves or whatever. You know, I'm not into that kind of long, ridiculous hair that doesn't look like my own people's hair. Speaking of that, before I get to that, <laughs> let me say you this thing that she claims she didn't get it. I sent out a text to my folks saying, petition for the Afro emoji. And why is this important? You should know why this is important. Because we need things that look like us, okay? I didn't and even I see this. The Afro emoji is very important. So whoever did it on the petition, Make sure it happens. Anyways, back to Portia, who is long, luxurious weaves. Nothing like her hair. She finally posted a picture with her beautiful baby. Oh, you, you know, see the baby's face. Well, it was a blessing. Pilar. But someone actually wants a baby and has it. Um, and, you know, she posted a picture of herself saying she doesn't care how she looks anymore. Because I guess now what's important is just this baby, Pilar. 
you know, very happy for Portia, but, you know, people came at her, like, how dare you put this picture up? I mean, they had some really nasty things to say about her in terms of her look and why would she post that picture up, how she had raccoon eyes. I mean, they went in on Portia. You know, this is just a show of, again, the diluting of our race, but whatever. <laughs> and another person trying to dilute their gut, Nini, who posted some <laughs> pictures and a, a news website kind of went back and tracked her pictures and so showed where she pulled in her belly, oh, where she lightened yeah. her Eight skin, yeah. where she lightened her skin. Um, Yo, does Nini have colorism issues? That's very sad. I mean, which many people do. I mean, this is not like, you know, people in the Caribbean have colorism issues. Let's not even get into that. Who bend who talk to people. When she see a dark person, she'd be like, that guy was black. Wow. Wow. I don't touch her for it. You know, I understand. That's the skin I'm in. Yeah, that's what you would up But, you know, it's just sad. You know, what I I respect people as celebrities, and I think we've seen it a couple of times with a few folks, but people being real, saying, listen, I'm a celebrity. I have money. I have all these things. But also, I do have flaws. I come with flaws. And it might be I have a little gut. She's a beautiful person. And she's a a bigger set woman, but she always looks good in terms of how she dresses. You got to give it to her. She dresses very nice for a tall... Well, her wig sometimes is off. Well, you know, wigs, I I can't touch on that. But Off. Portia, she didn't look that bad in the picture that she posted, Mm -mm. but people are so used to seeing her so made up and beat face and everything. We never get to show our real self. And the real you stand up. Black women show how beautiful and natural we are. I know my husband said something the other day. He said he doesn't think women notice the value of men who like women that are just natural. Like, we don't realize how valuable that is. Oh, that's when we were together last week. Yeah, you were there when you said that. Because I came out, my hair was a hot mess. Oh, my God. Mess. I was like, why did you do that? (laughs) My hair was a hot mess. People see you be real. But that was too, too real. (laughs) My hair was a mess. And I was like, no, you know, us black men appreciate that. And of course, you know. Because she didn't ask me, though. She asked my boyfriend, like, why did you let her out looking like this? And he was just like, why do I care? I know what she looks like when she gets together. She's we just not together. No not even no clothes <laughs> on, but, you know, I guess in his in his philosophy and what your husband was saying, too, is when we're going out, we're going out. So, you know, we know how to put on the face, but they like to see a person that's just basically, you know, coming to them natural. They don't want to wake up. Like, do you remember that movie with Sonali then when she got up in the morning oh. and before the guy got up, she got up, did her hair, yeah, laid it out they, over they the pillow, made up her face, and then laid down on the on the pillow. So by the time the guy opened his eyes and he looked over, she, she was like, perfect. Uh, perfect. You know. My husband, he's going to see me with that silk bonnet. And a, like little, sp- and a little and spittle that, that probably came out sometime over drool, the night. A little drool. You know you see a little drool when I get up at times, okay? You deal with that. <laughs> but my breath will not be stink. <laughs> Yo, if you wake up and your brother stink, you need to do a sonar and run straight to that bathroom and brush your teeth before I wake up. Because you should be brushing your teeth at night before you go to bed. So you won't wake up with funky breath. But whatever. I don't know. So, you know, we digress so much sometimes. Uh, so we was on Instagram and we saw that um, Gabrielle Union and her stepson, Dwayne Wade's son, um, were at the gay pride Gay Pride Parade in in Miami Beach. And this is his big coming out, I guess. Yeah, this is his coming out. And he's 11 years old, right? 11 years old. How do you know you're gay at 11? You know, I do. We've talked about this before. I do believe that some children show feminine ways from very, very small. Like, you could see that they are... Born gay? they show they, they show this I, I believe it because because okay. some of them show it from very very small and it's not a learned behavior I do believe that there are people that are gay 
air quotes, who have kind of adopted that behavior. But even think about producer Pete when she told us that since she's been 11 years old, she would not even wear a dress anymore. So she knew then that something was different. So I'm not saying that people can't identify at a very early age, but, you know, it kind of leads us to the question, what happens if your child does come out to you? How are you supposed to handle it? What would you do? I know you don't have kids, but... You know, I'm not going to lie. A lot of things you said, you know, a lot of things seem to amaze me these days, especially in the, in the, in the world that we live in, when nine-year-olds are committing suicide, 11-year-olds are coming out saying that they're gay, because I have no concept of this, you know? I, I just don't understand it. And to hear that an 11-year-old has already made a decision, I guess, as you said, because I have a cousin, I have a cousin, he is fabulous and fierce, okay, if you ever see him... But we knew, we kind of knew something was off. We didn't know, we didn't know to call it gay when he was young, but he always was inside playing with the dolls. He was never outside playing with anybody, you know, back home in Trinidad. So we knew that something was off. We didn't know what to call it. And so that's why now I can say I do believe that people are born with something in them that tells them, hey, I, I'm not, this is not normal, but this is what it is. Um, but just to know that someone already at 11 years old could say, listen, I am gay and come out and say, I know this is what I want and this is what I identify with. I just, I just can't even imagine that. But you know, this shows a double standard because if at eleven year old my daughter will come to me and say, "Ma, I want a man." I want a what? A man. I want a man. That, what? You would be like, "What the hell? Well, the you're too damn fast." Well, the same thing. But I this is not the same thing here. I do believe because we're eleven. How do you know you? No eleven year old should have an affinity to well, want to sleep it. with a man or I sleep with a woman at eleven years old. No, you should have I an have affinity to get into your damn books. But I, <laughs> but I had the same outrage when I heard it. I'm like, what? 11-year-old, and this is to say that you're in a gay pride parade. I mean, this is not new. This is something they already had, you know, had already addressed Black. and accepted mm-hmm. the fact that their son was gay. I mean, and that's fine if you can say, I feel like I'm not, a, but really, what age should attraction begin? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. That's the question. I don't expect to hear, like, my son is 14 now. Yeah, I hear him on the phone talking to his friends about girls He's and stuff like that. Like, like, I got a big butt. Like, oh, Oh, like even the other day this girl I told did I tell you guys that someone FaceTime my son I happened to be on Sunday last week Sunday I happened to be there his phone was next to me he was in the shower I answered the phone it was a naked girl wait what the girl was naked 14 my son is FaceTime your son naked naked so even when I answered the phone like I answered and I was like no you just saw like her skin was wet like she just so uh, let me tell the story so when she came here when I when I turned on the phone and I was just like uh, hi. And she goes, oh, hi, how are you? Very, and then I said, sweetheart, where's your clothes? And she says, oh, I just got out the shower, and I saw I missed his call last night. So that's why I was calling him back right Lies. away. So she got in the shower before she saw she missed his call? And right. She called the call before she got in the shower? And she called back Yo. naked. And I said, well, listen, here's what you're going to do. Go and put on some clothes, and then you can call him back. And I have to tell you, so you know, I talked to my boyfriend right away. I was on the, and I said, this girl just called. He started laughing. Oh, that's the, that's the bottom line. The double standard for women to men, but this is also a double standard between children coming out gay versus children that are going to be straight. You don't want to hear your straight child at eleven years talking about, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I, like I think I have feelings towards a boy, towards a boy, a boy, boy. You don't want to hear that. You would Not slap you them. Not no boy in the house right now. No, no. I mean, I mean, you, you want to have the conversation. I mean, you do want to have the conversation with your children. Saying, hey, you know what? I guess the birds and the bees conversation was saying, but you are not at the age to be doing this because this, this, and this could happen, and you are not prepared for those kind of things. But we're not going to have that conversation about, I like a boy. I couldn't have that conversation with my parents. What, at 11 years so old, I'm, are you going to start taking prep? 
I mean, come on, what the oh, hell is going wow. on? <laughs> it is just too much. It's, it, and how do you mentally prepare? We need a we need a we need I, a special I'm guest. You, so my cousin, you know, she always goes, "Oh my God, if if my son tells me he's gay, I would be so so hurt." And I told her yesterday, I was like, "Really, sis? If he does come out, God forbid, if he does come out, what would you do? You'd be sad for about a couple of months, and then you'll get over it. Same way, like if you find your your young daughter's pregnant, yeah, you'll be very sad, you'll be very disappointed. But at the end of the day, when that baby come out, it's like, oh my God, he's so cute, my grandson." Let's be honest. This is how people adapt. We adapt so easily as humans. We don't even realize it. Yes, we're outraged, but then we come adjusted to it. You're going to love your son just like you would love, you know, a heterosexual son. You'll love him the same way. Of course, you'll be disappointed, but life goes on. And I don't know. I didn't see a picture with Dwayne Wade. Was there a picture with him? He wasn't there. He's in Canada. He was in Canada. But there were tons of pictures of, like, all the brothers, the family. They all came out to support him. That's important because then again, as I spoke to, as I mentioned before, you don't want to hear... The next thing, like, oh, you know, the way we had a gay son, and because he couldn't accept it, now he decides to hang himself. You don't want someone oh, to feel yeah, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have been ostracized or whatever because of what they, you know, chose to come out with. You want your kids to be able to speak to you about things that affect their lives, things they think is important, or things that they have concerns about, so that they could be able to come to you with this kind of stuff. So... I mean, shout out to Dwayne Wade and the fam that they have created this environment where their son can actually come out and say, hey, even though I'm sure he's not a great fan of his son being gay, but, you know, he loves him no less. Yeah, you're always going to love your kids. So, you know, just some thoughts about what happens if, you know, someone you know or your children do come out gay. How do you handle it? First, you love and accept them always. How do you know this? Is this uh, are you giving this advice? Yes, I'm giving oh, some okay. tips. First, from <laughs> love and accept your children always. You know, you have to love. Love, love, love. You know, and um, you have to listen to them, ask them questions. I think sometimes it may be displaced uh, thought processes. And, you know, you could probably talk to them, counsel them, and see if this is really where their head is at. And also give them the inspiration to weigh it. You don't have to make these decisions or or so categorize yourself right, right now. Or label. Because, you know, everyone right. wants labels. Yeah, I remember a sidebar. I remember my sister, like, what is she's like, oh, I think. I'm like, no, you don't think you're gay. You're not gay. If you're not, if you, if you can't lick a vagina right now, you're not gay. <laughs> okay? So let's not try to label ourselves out in these streets. Well, remember, some lesbians don't have to lick a vagina. Ugh. They just have to have hot theirs licked. <laughs> um... <laughs> What else advice do you have, Benda? Oh, uh, you know, if it is the way, normalize it. Don't act like it's a big thing. Just normalize it. Just keep it normal. Don't make it like, normal, you know, normal. right. Don't make it like, oh, my God, my son is gay. Run around telling everybody about it. Just let it play out. Um, try to find them a good support system as well as you becoming a support system for them. Take it seriously. Don't make jokes with them about it, especially during the early phases. Um, don't speculate about why it happened. Did oh, I do something wrong? Did something wrong? Correct. Some, something in the genes, like you got it from your mama's side. You know how people are. Anything that's negative about your children, you want to blame on the opposite side of the family. But it is what it is. Um, and finally, remember, it's about them, not about you. You know, Correct. about how you look and how you and how you feel. Or to the church family. And, and finally, finally, <laughs> are you sure? Finally? Love them again. Love them. Love them. Take so we have touch them. Different girls. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> that is like an incest song right now. <laughs> Thanks. Slow Let's get some shout outs. 
Oh, did you hear that? The, did you hear this? That, that they did an April Fool's prank saying that Vibes Cartel got rid of the Sad. Because the people went through. People were outraged. But I think that was hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, let's give some shout outs. Shout out to this young black girl. I think her name is pronounced Marche or Marsha Martin. This is the little black girl from the movie Little, which I think has come out. The girl from the TV show Blackish. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Issa Rae's in it. Honestly, when I saw this, I was just like, oh, it's coming out on the 12th. Kids, but I'm not really into it. So maybe, oh, this Friday. So check it out. I think everyone with a black young child should go see it. And I think so too, because she is the youngest executive producer in Hollywood right now. She produced this movie. I thought that was an amazing accomplishment. And she said that she was inspired about, you know, inspired through an old movie that her mom used to watch called Big. And she thought to herself, why not create a film, a film empowering black women and have an all-black woman cast, which I thought was awesome. So shout out to her. She was on The View talking about it, and they were pretty, you know, impressed with her as well. Shout out Oprah, giving $2 million to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Wow. That whole country. And the best you could come up with is a rose caboyo. <laughs> Yikes. You need to roll your R's, sis. A rose is a rose. I have to tell you, you know I've been doing my Spanish lessons. And it's not working. And my pronunciation is not getting better. I can spell it. I can read it. But by talking it, it's just getting worse every day. And remember, people, this Hurricane Maria happened since 2017. And people in Puerto Rico, unfortunately, have still not recovered. So, yes, thank you for everyone who is still trying to help um, Puerto Rico. And even that guy from that created Hamilton, that big film that I wish to see, wink, wink, people, please donate to the GoFundMe. Make my life <laughs> great. Because this ticket is like a thousand something dollars uh, for one person to see this show on Broadway. But they brought it in Puerto Rico also to, you know, um, support Puerto Ricans, I guess. So that was great, too. Who are Americans? Um, yes. Nick Cannon facilitating a class called All About Love in a DC prison. Yo, I know, I'll tell you, I love this guy, Nick, man. I love him. He just seems so genuine. Yeah, a lot of altruistic uh, yes, actions. We like it. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, I must say, the picture he took with these ladies really looked like the Orange is the New Black. Everybody had the orange jumpsuit. I was like, yo, this is a real deal, man. This show know what they were talking about. Um... Other than that, that's it. No, we have so. Oh, we just want to let people know that shows are back on. Oh, new shows! This is like TV weekend. Get your life. Most important. I don't know how we're gonna go see that movie Little because I would be watching TV. I was just thinking, when can I take my daughter? When can I take my daughter? Uh, I can't. Most importantly, God must happen. Everyone must tune in on Sunday to watch Game of Thrones. We have waited for this for so long. Um, Everyone's talking about it. Um, You know. Jon Snow, welcome back. We don't know, it's probably only going to be four weeks. I think it's like six to eight weeks or whatever left. And I think it's only going to be an hour. Hour and a half per episode. Yeah, so I mean, definitely tune in. Do not miss out on that because we do not want to be a spoiler because we will be talking about it on the cast. And if you don't watch the Game of Thrones, nobody cares. Just don't ask, oh, don't say, oh, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Then keep your mouth shut. Correct. And I am having a Game of Thrones season finale party. Well, let's start this story. I'm glad she brought it up. I didn't want to... She was having a Game of Thrones premiere party that we were all set to go to. And now, all of a sudden... We she, I mean, I was, I was even, I was even inviting people like, you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, my friend is having a party. We got to go. Which was mistake number one. Because if I invited her, she may get a plus one. That's well, I like her guy, you know? Yo, you were going to brought him, but I was inviting... Him. He's not my plus one. 
What? You know him. You invited him yourself. I was bringing a plus one. Oh, no, you was not. But we're not I had another plus one. But she canceled him. She canceled. I'm only set to uh, feed and host about 10 people. That's what I'm saying. Wow. You know, but I'm just saying, it's going to be a season finale now. I'll keep you guys posted. Can we get the date? Well, I don't know what the last, what is the last I date? need to know because I need to put it on my calendar. All right, so I'll work on it. I'll give you guys that next week. But anyways, also, Chi Town is coming back. Chi. 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 Chicago like Chi. Chi Town. Chai Latte. No, I think it's Chi. We had this conversation before, like Chi Town. Oh, anyways. and I think it's like Chai Latte. So anyways, this has come back. It started this week, so you should catch it. The first episode. That back. little boy that went with the bicycle is mad tall now. Yeah, I mean, these kids go fast. Yeah, man. And then Animal Kingdom. I didn't watch that. Particularly, they had like It comes on TNT. Scene, which I was not too fond of. So, I don't know. You told me about this scene. Yeah. yeah. two guys mm-hmm. right now. But Animal Kingdom. But the show is so is much more. Too. But who's really... I never got back into second season of Ozark. Yeah, I mean, I stopped. But a few things are coming back. So, get, your, get tuned in. Honestly, these days, I don't have much time for TV. It seems like... But I'm really trying to get my life. So, we'll keep you posted on our thoughts on these shows. So, again, thank you for listening to us. Comment, share, love us. Like us and share us with your friends. Yo, if you're committed to this cast, tell one person about us. Let them follow us. That's the challenge this week. And I'm talking to you, our air quote assistant manager. Ooh, shade. Because you can't be our manager if you have not come with some verifiable followers. (laughs) We love you. Take care.